Morning Soul Shine with Bridget is an inspirational, motivational podcast created to discuss topics where faith, relationships, and everyday life all intersect, encouraging radical personal growth. This podcast will help bring clarity, inspiration, and motivation that is so desperately desired by interviewing people who have life experiences. You're listening to Morning Soul Shine with Bridget, and on this morning, we have back with us by popular demand, yes, guys, Mr. Robert Hayes. Mr. Robert Hayes was with us a few weeks ago, and he is a former boxer, and mainly he's a licensed minister. And on this morning, he is going to give us a word from God, and we're so excited to have you with us, Mr. Hayes. Thank you for joining us. And it's all yours. Thank you, ma'am. I'm glad to be here this morning. And it's such a blessing to be here, to be able to share the word of God with my brothers and sisters and those around that's listening at this broadcast. And it's just a blessing to do this. And before we get started, I'd just like to have a word of prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this day. I give you praise for it. I ask, Lord, that everything that I say, Lord, and everything that I speak, Lord, that it will be through you, Lord, not of myself, Lord, but of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I give you the praise and the honor and the glory in Jesus' name, amen and amen. I just want to, you know, I was praying and asking the Lord, uh, Lord, what should I share with on today? And God, it's so many things that came into my mind and came into my spirit, but God just led me to uh a verse of scripture, and I just want to use three verses from this verse of scripture here. It's in Isaiah, the 59th chapter, and I would call this, and I believe that so many that's listening at me this morning today, that you need a breakthrough in your life, and sometimes you go along and you say, Lord, I pray, and seem like my prayers are not answered, seem like Everything I do, I do all that you ask me to do. And I go to church, I pay my tithes, I pay my offerings. But still, it seems like something is missing. I'm not getting that breakthrough. But I come to tell you today, this morning, I believe that you're going to have a breakthrough after you hear this, what I want to say to you. Isaiah 59, chapter. And I'm going to start this. And basically, I'm going to be here this morning. And it's a... The fifth and ninth chapter said, Behold, the Lord's hands is not shortened that he cannot save, nor that his ears heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers defiled your fingers with the iniquity, your lips have spoken lies and your tongue have murdered perverseness. And I just want to go back to this first verse here. It said, behold, the Lord's hand is not sheltered that he cannot save. One of the things I want you to see here that the first thing that the Bible is saying here, he's speaking to Israel, but this word is for us today also. He said that his hands is not Sheldon, that he cannot save. 
the first thing God wants you to do is to be saved. God wants you to be saved. You know, if you want a breakthrough in your life, if you want to tear this wall down that's been hiding your miracles, hiding away from your things that you might have been asking God, you know, I'm not, God, when I, God, I talked to God about this, he said, Robert, what I want you to deal with is two things I want to deal with today. And I, I'm not a person that, you know, when God give you a word, give somebody a word, I believe it's not just for the people that's listening. I believe it's also for that person that's speaking it. Come on, somebody. And I want you to know that this word is for me also. And look what it said. But I, you, and, and you don't want to say but here, but it's, it's, it's talking to me and it's talking to you. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. Look what it said. Your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you that he will not hear. And one of the things I believe that is in this country, in this nation, in this world, that's keeping God from hearing some of our prayers is hatred in this world. Come on, somebody. It got so much hate in this world. So many people are so full of hate, so full of bitterness against one another, I want you to know that God do not love hate. God is a God of love. He's a God of compassion. He loves. And you know, and in this world, you know, I think about how people hate so much. You know, and they often say, uh, black lives matter. I believe that black lives matter. matter. I'm a black man. I believe that black lives matter. But I want you to know that all lives matter. God wants all lives to matter. You know, there's so many black people in this world, they hate other races. And just like whites hate, uh, hate blacks, they hate the foreigners, they hate the, uh, the, they hate the Mexican people, they hate the yellow people. And God is not a God of hate. God is a God of love. He wants us to love one another. We in this world, God is so unique that he put us in this world. He didn't make just black people. Come on. He didn't make just white people. He didn't make just brown people. He didn't make just yellow people. But God made all races of people. And he wants us to love in this world. And I believe that if you have envy and hatred in your heart, I believe that God is not going to hear your prayers. It's a separation. when You know, God is not into hate. He's not into jealousy. Jealousy and hate is all combined together. God is not into this. You know, iniquity is a, the word iniquity is a, a wicked act. Is a, the word means a wicked act or uh, someone that lacks principle. That's the word iniquity means. It's someone that have a wicked act or someone that hate the principles of God, someone that hates other people, someone that dislike other people, someone that have animosity in their heart between people because they might be living a better lifestyle than you. Someone maybe, you know, oftentimes people talk about ministers so much. Oh, look at him, he's driving that car, that nice car. But you ought to be glad that the man of God is driving a nice car. You ought to be glad that the man of God is living a good life. You know, he wants you to live a good life also. God 
loves you, you know. And that's one thing, you know, the Bible talks about in James, the third chapter. It talks about the tongue. The tongue is a unruly, it, the Bible says it's full of iniquity. It's full of deadly poison, that tongue, you know. And it said that same tongue, we, we, we praise God and we curse and criticize man. That ought to not be so in our lives. As we saying that we child of, so many people use the phrase that they're a child of God. If you're saying that you're a child of God, you shouldn't have no hate in your heart for your brother or for your sister or for a black man or for a white man, for a red man, a yellow man, whatever color it may be. They are precious in God's sight. You shouldn't have hate in your heart for one another. You shouldn't have uh, jealousy in your heart against one another. You shouldn't have that. The Bible said that um, in, in, in Galatians, the fifth chapter, that God is a God of freedom. He's a God of freedom. He's a God that wants us to be free. He wants us to be, have love for one another. He wants us to have compassion for one another. And the only way that, you know, that you could tear down this wall in your life, you could tear this thing down by having Christ in your life having him as your personal savior, inviting him into your heart, being your Lord and your savior. I believe that if you would do that, if you would invite Christ into your life and begin to follow the teachings of this Bible that we have here, this Bible that we have, that so many have that may be sitting on your shelf, that may be sitting on the other books. This Bible here is for a guideline for your life and for my life. Come on, somebody. This Bible is a guideline for our lives. God wants us to follow the principles in this book. If we follow the principles in this book, begin to follow what God says in this book, I tell you what, we'll have, we'll have more love for one another. You know, it's a, it's a story I want you to read on your own time. And I want you to read this story and is in Genesis, the 37th chapter of Genesis. It talks about Joseph, how Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brethren. He told it to his brothers and they began to despise Joseph for his dream. They began to hate him for his dream. You may have told your dream and told your goals and, and your ambitions to somebody and they may despise you and hate you for that. But if you were begin to read the story and begin to understand it about what happened with Joseph, his brothers took him and they sold him into slavery, sold this man, took him and sold him and, and told his father that a, a, a wild beast had came and, and killed your youngest son. And, and, and they brought back saying that the beast killed your youngest son and they destroyed Joseph. But what happened, God used this thing for a setup. You say, what you talking about God using for a setup? There was no food in the land and uh, what Joseph was, that was all the food there. Joseph had food, they had grain, they had enough food to feed his nation. They had enough food to even take care of his brothers that has sold them to into slavery. If you begin to read this story, you'll find out even though they hated him and they despised him, all of that came back and he was a blessing to them. And I believe that the same way that some people that you 
hating in your life, hating in this life, that one day that same person that you hating and that you despising, that you don't like, that you have animosity in your heart toward them, that same person may come back and help you one day and be a blessing in your life one day. And I believe that that's what this is all about. God wants you to tear down that wall of prejudice. God wants you to tear down that wall of hatred. God wants you to, you know, you don't want to walk through this life with God hiding his face from you because you hate somebody, because you have your hands filled with blood. And, you know, you say, I have my hands filled with blood. You know, even your your ways and your talk and your attitude about somebody, you know, you that hatred in your heart because a person is doing good or because a person is, is doing prospering in this life and because they're doing good or they have better things and you have a nicer car than you have. Don't be jealous and hatred of that person. You know, I look at so many young people in this life, a lot of young guys, you know, I'm going to use this for instant so many young people are in the music industry you know where they are making music and i looked at a state not long ago that where this young man had came to uh, produce one of his albums and because of jealousy and, and hatred they came they began to shoot and shot so many people and they lost their lives because of this and i i want you to know that that is one thing that that hatred because somebody is doing good, because they're doing good, because they record or because their album is begin to rise and begin to be on top. You begin to hate them and begin to be jealous of them because they have finances and they're doing good and they're doing better than you. You begin to dislike them and hate them because they're doing good in this life. But brothers and sisters, that is not the way that we should be. We should love one another. We should have love for one another. We should have compassion for one another. We should begin to love one another. As I said, oh, the first, I have to keep going back to this because I want you to just get what I'm saying today. The Bible says, hands is not short that he cannot save. That's one of the things I want you to just let that sink into your spirit that God wants to save first of all. And if you're not saved, if you don't know Christ and you're saying, I know Christ, I know the Lord, I go to church, but do you know him? If you don't know Christ as your personal savior, I want you to invite him into your heart and in your life. You say, how can I invite Christ into my heart and not my life? I go to church. I do what's right, but still you might have hatred in your heart. You need to invite Christ into your life and into your heart. Confess him as your Lord and your Savior. You know, I think about in, in the book of John, the third chapter, it was a the man called Amos. He was a religious leader, a ruler of the Jews. This man was a very dignified, intelligent man, but he still didn't know what being saved was all about. He thought that he had to go back into his mother's womb and be born again. But no, it's... The Bible was talking about a spiritual birth and that if you never experienced that spiritual birth, if you never experienced that, that's why you might have hatred and, and envy in your heart. And that's why you might be talking about people and 
criticizing and putting them down because you haven't experienced Christ like you should experience him with you by letting him come into your heart, being your personal savior. If you haven't done that, all you have to do is say, God, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my heart. He will save you. And, and what I need you to do today, what I need you to do, if, if you don't have a church home, if you don't have a place where you call your church home, I want to invite you to just come and be a, a partaker with us. And I attend a church in Baton Rouge called Living Faith Christian Center on Winburn Avenue, 67, 6375 Winburn Avenue in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And if you want to call and ask for prayer or whatever over there, the phone number is 225-357-0377. You can call that number and somebody will get with you and send you some materials and invite you out to uh, come to the church and fellowship with us. We have a church every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. And the pastor over there is Bishop Raymond W. Johnson that brings forth a magnificent and a powerful word and will challenge your heart to hear and do the things of God. So I invite you to come to share with us in this good ministry, in this gospel. And with that, I'm going to say God bless you and God keep you and may you have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen. We, we thank you so much, um, Minister, Minister Hayes. Thank you so much. You're such a blessing to us here at Morning Soul Shine. And I really appreciate everything that you've done for us this morning by bringing us the word of God and is most definitely needed. And again, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will talk to you on next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you.